0: podcast on the Trib Live High School Sports Network. Um, Winding things down as far as the regular season is concerned. Week nine, um, coming up, lots of big games um, that we'll be talking about really all week long. A lot of games that are pitting teams that uh, with uh, conference championship implications including the Parkway Conference, which we're going to be talking about. Our uh, good friend Mark Lyons, head coach, the only head coach ever at the, of the Central Catholic or Central Valley Warriors, is kind enough to join us. Central Valley, our WPIAL week eight team of the week. Mark, how are you, pal? I'm well, Don. Thanks.
1: I appreciate you having me on.
0: Well, you guys uh, earned it and deserve it again. Uh, another successful season that you guys are in the midst of Um, you guys now five and one uh, really bunched up Parkway conference, which we'll talk about uh, six and three overall. Um, Talk a little bit about the the season, at least to this point, or even before the uh, West Allegheny game leading up to the, the big win uh, over the Indians.
1: Yeah. um, You know, obviously we coming into this year, we knew, that uh, would have a lot of new faces to kind of fit the pieces in. And I'm not completely sure we, we have played a complete game yet. Um, But that's typical when you have a lot of new faces, a lot of young guys trying to get some on the job training. Um, I like where we're trending. I like where we're heading with this football team. It's been a joy. I mean, I've had a, I've really enjoyed this year because it it presents a different, uh, different, just some different areas to work on different problems. And, you know, most times you don't have to work on, but, it, uh, you know, I, I enjoy this. I, I really do because they're young, they're fresh, they're energetic, they're ornery. I mean, what typical, <laughs> typical young high school kids, right? You have to try to pull together. Uh,
0: I, you, you've you been Let me correct myself, by the way, it's seven and two overall for the Warriors um, losses to Avonworth and Montour. Um, but you've been doing this for for a long time. And, and it's funny to just listen to what you just said, because the great programs and there's no question uh, you are running a great program at, at Central Valley. The great programs never fall off the face of the earth, even in the quote unquote down years or rebuilding years. They're still vying for a, a conference championship. Um, But it sounds, you know, because you have each year is a different dynamic that you still enjoy those years where, okay, a lot of fresh faces, a lot of inexperience and getting that piece of clay and trying to mold it into a a championship caliber team.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what we do. Um, You know, high school athletics in general, I think uh, I think that's the neat thing about it. Um, You know, we don't always get to pick our guys. We don't always get to decide who walks in our door every year. Um, it's always a new challenge. Every day is a challenge. I mean, in today's world with, with young, mm. young kids today, um, you know, there's so many other challenges that they face just before they even get to practice. And, um, you know, I, I kind of, I'm starting to find more and more joy in that part of it also in that process. So, yeah, it, it's, it's been kind of a really, really cool experience. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm really – I'm having a lot of fun. Not that I never had fun before, but I'm having a lot of fun this year.
0: Really, because the the the, the guys, the people, I should say, that are in it for the right reason, the number one reason, yeah, you want to win, and, yes, the gold is great. But the number one reason you're in there is to, is to mold these – these young men, yeah, to become better football players, but to become better human beings. And, you know, you can't win. I don't care who you are. You're not going to win each and every year, but if you can succeed in, 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 in having those seniors graduate and move on to bigger and better things, then you've done your job.
1: Yeah. I like to think that also, Um, you know, football's our hook. Football's our, our catch that we can, try to impact these young guys and as i said earlier they they are pulled in so many different directions there's so many other distractions that we've that you didn't have to face as a head coach right. 20 years ago um but i'm just trying to use the game not only to give them a great experience um, but also to to kind of give them some groundwork um, some a base where they can maybe pull from as they get older and they start moving on to their to their life outside of high school, um, I still think there's a big place in today's athletic high school sports. I still think is the is probably one of the one areas that we kind of have to keep as traditional as we can and not change it. Um, and it's tough right now. I mean, we're getting you know. I, I'm just going to reference the NIL. Boy, I, I just it just I don't like what's sifting into the to the high school athletics in yep. any sport that that place is supposed to be pure
0: a lot of the dynamics that we've seen that brings a black eye to the college game
1: absolutely and and again high school athletics is supposed to be as pure as it comes um from just the just a general involvement of any kid like i said earlier walks through your door or again no no influences on why you play high school sports No other reason should be because I just want to I want to try something new maybe or I have a group of friends that we've kind of grew up together. We're going to we're going to set to do a a goal as a team to accomplish. And that's all it should ever be. And no more or no less.
0: Well said, Um, you know, I I. You know, I was never an athlete, so I didn't play high school sports. I, I mean, I'm, I, I, I sat the bench on my dad's Pony League game. Shows you what kind of athlete I was. But uh, um, and, and I didn't really follow high school sports until I got my first job out of college at a radio station that did high school sports. And I just instantly uh, fell in love with it and have been blessed to, to make a career out of it. Um, and And the one thing I loved, it's my community against your community. And when other outside influences sort of wreck that dynamic, that that's sad to me. Yeah, that's
1: sad. absolutely. And again, it's, um, it's the, it's the, the rivalries that are developed um, with high school sports. You know, obviously I'm on the end of the football part of it, but it, those Friday nights, there's something, there's something pretty special that goes no, no. on Friday night. You know, I've said this in the past. I and you know, Coming into our stadium at seven, you know, for for kickoff, um, and looking around and see eighty percent of our student population involved in the game one way or another, yeah. whether it was as a player, a band member, a student section somewhere. That's where everybody should congregate at the high school, and um, and again, I think that's the special thing about high school sports.
0: Yep. Yeah. Well, well said again. Man, you should have like
1: a pulpit or something and be <laughs> <You're> <laughs> be, pre- be preaching the good word. <laughs> yeah, okay. I tell you, your your listeners will probably get go down though. So let's. <laughs> um, so
0: big game in week eight. Um, you guys bunched up, uh, Aliquipa, Central Valley, Montour, West Allegheny. Um, again, uh, powerhouses in the Parkway Conference, one game separating all four teams. You go uh, to West Allegheny to take on the Indians. How difficult was it to prepare? Uh, We're starting to see uh, Brock Cornell come into his own. How difficult was it to to prepare for him?
1: Yeah, because he touches the ball in so many different ways and, and so many different facets of the game um the other thing i'm not so sure he gets enough credit his toughness um you know pound for pound i mean he's probably one of the toughest guys that we've played against um i'm gonna say going back to our 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 first um pia appearance when we played the young uh the deluca kid from wyoming area who walked on at penn state just kind of a, a swiss army knife type of guy but tough and brock's Brock's got that pedigree behind him. So, you know, but our our guys understood that. Um, They understood how important it was to to get surround him, kind of take his space and make sure we've, we had a lot of white jerseys at the ball when he had it.
0: A couple of uh, let's talk about um, your team, a couple of guys who scored touchdowns against West Allegheny really a a strong one, two combination. And man, if you can get that, I know it's great to have that bow cow that you're handing the ball off to. You've had several of them um, at at central Valley. And even before that uh, in your days at Mount Pleasant, and where you can just hand it off 25, 30 times, that kid's just going to churn out yards, 150, 200, 250. But if something goes, if something happens, he's banged up, then you might be in trouble. Uh, Jance Henry, Mason Dixon, they have been outstanding. Each has sort of taken turns almost having a big game week to week, and they uh, they bring a, a, a quite a dynamic uh, w- for
1: opponents getting ready for the Warriors. Absolutely. I mean, you know, our philosophy here has always been, you know, if you have a helmet on at Central Valley and you work Monday through Thursday and, and you prove to the coaches that you're capable of handling varsity snaps, we're going to give you varsity snaps and um, they're not going to always just be in mop-up duty. So we're okay with playing a lot of guys. We're okay with a lot of guys touching the ball. Um, we want to make sure we're fresh throughout the game. <clears throat> we manage everybody's workload. Uh, there's no need for us to, to, at this point, to run anybody, I guess, so to speak into the ground. Yeah. Um It's a balance. Uh, You know, Brandon Singleton's another guy just always waiting in the wings. When he gets his touches, he's going to produce. And, you know, even J.J. worked that week. Um, He got his hands on the ball, and, you know, he has the capability. So between our running backs and then obviously our quarterback and our wideouts, you know, those are guys that have put the time in and are capable of touching the ball for us. But, you know, Mason and Jance have really picked up their workload. They understand. How to run behind our line? I think both of them run behind their pads very well, um, and uh, you know they they see the field well.
0: Our player of the week here in week eight was Armand Hill, uh, the young man, freshman out of West Mifflin. Um, he was like the number two guy on the depth chart. Their number one guy, Delron White, gets hurt. He steps up and he's rushed for almost uh, eight hundred yards in the last two weeks. He had the second-highest rushing total in WPL history um, this past week. And uh, and talking to Coach Steele at West Mifflin, I said, you know, when you have these runners, no matter who they are, having these big games, what's the common denominator? And that's the offensive line. And, you know, we were talking about your backs, but obviously it, it starts up front, and your line, is it seems, has done some really good things.
1: Yeah, and again, I mean, we know that um, our football team knows that, and our guys who, again, who play that position understand their importance. They might they may not see their name in the lights. Um, obviously, they don't do a lot of interviews, and they're perfectly okay with that. They understand the, the concept of their their jobs. Um, but you know, we have a couple senior guys that played a lot of snaps for us. Uh, Nick McCreary and Tyler Costanza are two um, sole seniors up front, and then. You know, rounding that out, it's, it's uh, Tyler Andrusic, Mike uh, Bendekovic, um, and Brendan Alexander. And then again, there's some young guys that are playing some valuable snaps for us. So they're always ready.
0: Hmm. I've followed, you know, part of my job is to sort of navigate the, uh, all the teams in the WPIL, and you see familiar names each and every week. And the one name that I've seen from you guys um Stephen Rutherford your quarterback very very consistent in what he has been able to do uh throwing the ball and and also when he wants to 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 take off and run with it
1: yeah um he's your typical quarterback as far as how he presents himself um you know he's soft spoken probably at times too much uh (laughs) I mean he carries himself a great class very intelligent and You know i i don't think he has even reached his potential um each game he's kind of climbed up the ladder as far as put more on his plate and he knows when to deliver the ball through the air but he also knows when his legs are important and um it's quicker than a lot of a lot of people realize once he gets out in space so he adds that extra dimension to us um so we're real pleased where he has progressed
0: Um, over a 1,000 yards uh, throwing, um, probably over 400 yards rushing. Uh, He has been a good one for you guys. So uh, winners of seven of nine, winners of all but one of your conference games, you put yourself in a great position um, for a share of the conference championship and to possibly be the number one team out of the very tough waters that are the Parkway Conference you get uh, Alan Quippa coming to your backyard, uh, Sarge Albert on uh, Friday. That's a special game, no matter what. But more times than not, it's special because of the ramifications and here, conference championship uh, at stake. What about this uh, year's edition of the uh, quips? Jumps out for you.
1: I mean, it's it's typical of them. Um, you know, athletes all over the field. Um, they're fast to the ball um obviously i think it starts and ends with their quarterback um you know he's a three year starter he's played in a lot of big games they have a lot of guys that have played in huge games you know in in wpl championships state championships we understand how valuable that is right. cuz we've been on that end before um so but our guys are excited about it um you know we kind of been flying under the radar which we're okay all all year um and Probably rightfully so. Cause like I said, people probably looked and said we lost so many guys and we don't think like that. Our guys don't think like that. We were okay. We're comfortable in our own skin. We're comfortable in our own central Valley uniform of our identity. We know where we want to be. We know how we have to look like this time of year. And, um, I tell our guys all the time, just keep your head down. I says, and, um, you know, come late October, November, let's let's figure out where we're at. And I have a good idea where we're gonna be. I says, but we know we can't look ahead, so let's see where we're at, and here we are.
0: I hope I haven't blown your cover flying under the radar here by naming <laughs> you are our, our our, district team of the week. But uh um let me ask you this. You know, we talk to players and and they they know what's going on. I mean, you know, they, they they're, the they're the coaches tell them focus on the now. Focus on the now. Focus on the now. And most of them do a good job. That's why you don't see ridiculous upsets each and every week because these kids are are, are trained to focus on the now. Um but you know, they know the big games from the regular games. They they treat every Friday night special as they should because they're playing careers are so limited. But you, as a very seasoned veteran coach, it's my way of saying you're kind of Thank old you. with me. Yeah, know. Um, you know, you've been in so many big games with so much at stake, district, state. But these kind of games, this game coming up Friday, do you get the extra butterflies than, you, than most Friday nights or is it pretty much all the same now for you?
1: You know, yes and no. I mean, obviously, we know what's at stake. I mean, you're going to just get you're going to be pretty amped up just because of the atmosphere. Sure. You know, I, I think the one thing we try to stress upon our guys is, you know, you can't, you can't dump all your, you can't empty your pockets just right. for one game in the outcome. You want to make sure you're playing well and the outcome, however it unfolds, you know, we got to realize that there's other things ahead of us. Um, we approach it. We want to win every football game, just like everybody else. That's obvious. I mean, that's why we sign up for this. Uh, but we don't make it to where it's going to end our season, or it's just going to be the end all if right. it doesn't go, you know, our way. And I think we proved that when you know we took a tough loss uh, against um, Avonworth at the beginning of the year. I thought we we answered the bell. We responded well. And then obviously um, played a good Montour team, um, which is kind of unique with us and Montour. We're five and five against them since 2010. All five of our wins have been at their place and all five (laughs) of their wins have been in our place. You want to talk about an even match, uh, you know, a competitor. So, but I, I think our guy's ability to bounce back and to understand the bigger picture. So, I don't need to walk in the locker room on Friday night pregame and say anything special. I don't need to tell them Monday who we're playing. They understand that. What we try to do is making sure that we practice well and take care of the little things because we're still in the business of improving. We're still in the business of making sure we look better than last Monday. We look better than last Tuesday. That's always been our approach.
0: There are – Great guys who coach who, for whatever reason, um, don't last a long time. You're the kind of coach I'm glad has lasted a long time. You are good for the sport. You are good for scholastic sports in general. Um, And win or lose Friday, Central Valley is a, a team to watch. In the upcoming 4A playoffs, Mark. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Uh, continued uh, success to you, my friend.
1: I appreciate, it, Don. Thanks, and um, glad to see you're doing well. Uh, it. and thanks always for what you do for high school sports. Thank you.
0: All right, thanks, Mark Lyons, head coach of the Central Valley Warriors, our team of the week, and a uh, team worth watching in the 4A playoffs. One of those big matchups. We're going to be talking about it midweek in our. Um, Week 9 preview, all the games with conference championship implication, that's one of them, uh, Aliquippa at Central Valley. Some other teams that really shined in Week 8 before we move on to Week 9, we'll start in Class 6A, Central Catholic. They had already clinched a, a WPIL playoff berth, and they had already clinched the top spot, the section, a regular season championship. Um, but they uh, rolled to a victory over Seneca Valley and that eliminated the Raiders, so it was a desperate team they played in Central Valley, took care of business 42 7, Peyton Wayner, 198 yards passing for the Vikings. No question, well, I shouldn't say no question, uh, but the team to beat in the 6A playoffs. Um, uh, no offense to Mount Lebanon, no offense to Ken McMillan, if it's not Central Catholic, North Allegheny, uh, playing for. Um, 6A gold, it will be uh, surprising. Uh, Class 5A, Upper St. Clair. They may not make the playoffs, but man, oh, man, they are making it interesting in the Allegheny Six Conference. It took two overtimes before the Panthers uh, uh, knocked off the Moon Tigers, 43-42. Ethan Hellman, 157 yards passing for the Panthers in that one. Tiebreaker points are not looking good for the Panthers, but we'll see what happens in Week 9. But a great uh, victory at home for them over a very good moon team. uh, 43-42, one of the great games in Week 8. For a Greater Allegheny Conference, huzzah to the North Catholic Trojans. Jack Fennell, 252 yards rushing. 42-6 winners over Indiana. That sets up a Greater Allegheny Conference Championship game, North Catholic uh, hosting Mars in Week 9. 3A, congratulations to the East Allegheny Wildcats. They're the Allegheny Six Conference champions after winning over Nock, uh, 14-13 in overtime, a blocked extra point the difference in that one. Michael Cahill threw for 175 yards. First conference championship for the Wildcats since 2000. Uh, 2A, Congrats to the Keystone Oaks Golden Eagles, 21-14 winners over Washington, knocking the little prexies from the ranks of the undefeated. uh, DiMaggio Locanti, 126 yards rushing for the Golden Eagles. Still haven't clinched, but they control their own destiny, uh, a win, and they're in. Even a loss, and there's a chance they get in uh, as far as the Century Conference is concerned. Big, big um, victory. For KO over Wash High on um, this past Friday. And uh, Class A Southside Rams are legit. If you didn't believe it, um, believe it now. 49 15 winners at Union in the Big Seven Conference Championship game. Ryan Navarra, 114 yards rushing for the undefeated Rams, who are 9 0, 5 0 alone in first place. Uh, and they clinched their first WPIL football conference championship since 1999. (laughs) Oh my, my, my. So congratulations to all those teams, outstanding uh, week eights. Uh, Thanks to uh, Mark Lyons, Uh, great guy. Um, Central Valley is fortunate to have him and he's been their only coach since uh, Monaca and Center uh, High School merged back in 2010 he's done a great job uh building that program into a traditional power our week eight uh team of the week thanks to chris lachner as well uh, i'm don rebel we thank you for joining us rebel yell podcast trip live high school sports network